Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the daily podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Wise Man's Fear page by page. This is page 711. No, Tempe said sternly. The Lathani is not a path. What is the purpose of the Lathani, Tempe? To guide us in our actions. By following the Lathani, you act rightly. Is this not a path? No, the Lathani is what helps us choose a path. Then we would begin the cycle again. Run an hour, perform the katan, walk a mile, discuss the Lathani. It took about two hours, and after our brief discussion was finished, we began again. At one point in our discussion of the Lathani, I began to make the gesture for understatement. But Tempe laid his hand on top of mine, stopping me. When we are having talk about the Lathani, you are to make none of this. His left hand moved quickly through excitement, negation, and several gestures I didn't recognize. Why? Tempe thought for a moment. When you speak of Lathani, it should not come from here. He tapped on my head. Or here. He tapped on my chest over my heart and ran his fingers down to my left hand. True knowing of the Lathani lives deeper, lives here. He prodded me in the stomach below my navel. You must speak from here without a thinking. As we continued, I slowly came to understand the unspoken purpose behind our discussions. Not only was they intended to teach me the Lathani, they were supposed to reveal how deeply rooted understanding of the Lathani had become within me. That meant questions were to be answered quickly, with none of the deliberate pauses that usually marked a demic conversation. You were not supposed to give a thoughtful answer, you were supposed to give an earnest one. If you truly understood the Lathani, that knowledge would become obvious in your answers. Run, Kitan, walk, discuss. We completed the cycle three times before our midday break. Six hours. I was covered in sweat and half convinced I would die. After an hour to rest and eat, we were off again. We finished another three cycles before we stopped for the night. We made camp by the side of the road. I chewed my supper, half asleep, spread my blanket, and wrapped myself in my shade. In my exhausted state, it seemed soft and warm as a down eider. In the middle of the night, Tempe shook me awake. Though some deep animal part of me hated him, I knew it was necessary as soon as I stirred. My body was stiff and aching, but the slow familiar movements of the katan helped loosen my tight muscles. He made me stretch and drink water, and then I slept like a stone for the remainder of the night. That's the page. I'm Jeremy. I'm Jordana. Uh, and there is a typo on this page that tripped me up. Not only was they intended to teach me, blah, 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 they was supposed to reveal. Uh, that's a verb-noun disagreement uh, that uh, is incorrect, and I'm sure it was corrected in your edition. Uh, yes, it's were. So not only were they intended to teach me the Lathani, they were supposed to reveal how deeply rooted. Yes, and there was another one of these yesterday i think oh i didn't catch the one yesterday yeah it it was a disagreement um between tenses that is is wrong in teaching a person like on yesterday's page in teaching a person like me it seems like tempe it should be it seemed like because quoth is narrating in the past tense oh i am not about to go look for that on my page i'm sure it's corrected but i am not about to look for it what do you make of this page uh, I had things. Oh, okay. So the main thing I have is super dumb, but it really bothers me. He said he pointed at his stomach below his navel. Your stomach is not below your navel. <laughs> like your navel's your belly button, isn't it? 
Yes, and where is your belly? Yeah, that's your belly. It's like it's not your stomach. Like your stomach your belly, is your belly above is your, your stomach. belly button. No. Your belly is your stomach. No. Like the the organ that is your stomach is is above your navel. Like not yes. by a lot, but it is. It's above right. it. Right, but Jordana, when someone says they're pointing at your stomach, what they mean is everything between the bottom of your rib cage and your waist. You know what? He could have said belly, and he didn't. He wrote stomach. Stomach is an organ that exists above your navel, and it bothers me. <laughs> right, but Jordana, you you do understand that, like, idiomatically, when people say stomach, they're not referring to the organ that's inside you. They're referring to the part of your body that might otherwise be called the tummy. Well, then why don't people just say tummy? Because that sounds silly. Well, why don't they say belly? Because that also sounds silly. How does stomach, if they're not, I think it sounds silly when you're referring to something that isn't in the place that you're referring to. (laughs) I don't care about your idioms. (laughs) The word means two different things. The word stomach means the organ that's inside you that holds like the acid and digests your food. And it also means, it's also like a slightly less silly way to refer to the big fleshy part of you that's between that's under your rib cage and above your your hip bones. Well, I disagree with this use of the word stomach and it bothers me. You know, the the sack of flesh that contains your big and small intestines, your kidneys, your liver, that's all the t- that's all the stomach. That ain't right. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> what else don't you like on this page? Everything else is fine. I feel bad that both got woken up in the middle of the night because I'm definitely like one of those people who like you wake me up when I'm sleeping and God save you because you will have my wrath. Like I I am not the kind of person who is okay with being woken up. Like I understand that that Quoth is like doing his best and they're doing this training and it, it's the right thing to do. But man, I don't think I am of the Lathani <laughs> if that's what it takes. <laughs> <laughs> Which is very funny to me because you fall asleep so easily. Yeah, and I like to stay asleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, can't can't argue it's, with that. Well, it's not as bad if I, I'm not I, dreaming. But like, if someone wakes me up from a dream, I get mad because I can't find the end of the story. Like my dreams are hmm. very uh, narrative. So they don't always make sense, but hmm. they're still very narrative. So it always bothers me. When, like, I don't get to finish a dream. Not that all the dreams end in sense-making ways, but, like, if a dream doesn't feel finished, that really bugs me. Well, especially what so often happens, even if you're not being woken up by somebody else, you'll, like, you'll wake up just when the dream was getting good. Like, you're just about to get the unicorn. You're just about to achieve your final victory or some, like, great thing, and then you wake up. Yes, that is extremely aggravating and equally infuriating. Although in that case, there's no one to direct that fury at. So. <laughs> Indeed, you just have to be g- generally yeah. speaking mad. But of course, the reason Tempe is doing it is so that Quoth's muscles won't like be absolutely killing him tomorrow. Right? He's like making him do like a cool down stretch in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think you know if I'm trying to read Tempe's motivations here, he's like, all right, I need to let Quoth sleep a little bit because he's dead on his feet. But I can't let him sleep through the entire night because he'll be in terrible pain tomorrow if he doesn't have a cool down stretch. So I'm going to let him sleep for like an hour or two and then I'm going to do this. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I am a huge proponent of the cool down stretch. I do the majority of my stretching post-workout. I 
would fully die if I was doing this. As you might recall from bullying me and doing <laughs> Tough Mudder with you, like I am not remotely fit enough to survive something like this. Like I would simply shoot myself. I am the kind of person who enjoys a good workout, but even this is, it seems like like pretty outrageous. Like so, like six hours before lunch, and then they did more. Like I mean, I guess they're having they're having the physical breaks when they're doing the Lathani, but still, like that's a lot on both your mind and body. Yeah, and it's not like they're, like, going to Denny's for lunch and having a big, you know, they're eating, like, road food. They're eating, like, hardtack biscuits and cheese and sausages or something, you know? That said, there's a lot of different kinds of running. Like, I know they say they're running, but, like, they're not sprinting, so, like... No, I think they're, like, jogging. Which is still tiring, but not, not quite as, like, outrageous. Yeah, especially since they're probably trying to, like, they're going for endurance rather than full speed. Again, I'm, like, this just makes me think of doing Tough Mudder and how miserable it was, where the obstacles were a welcome respite from the the torment of the, like, 16-kilometer march up and down a bunch of hills. I'm sorry you hated it that much. (laughs) Well, I'll never do it again. Aren't you glad you did it just this once so you can complain about it now? No. I'm not. (laughs) No part of it was worth getting zapped by electrodes. I mean, to be fair, you could have skipped that part. No, I couldn't because I'd never done it before. I was made. If I did that, I would be a gigantic pussy and I'm not going to be that. Yeah, I was going to skip that part and then also got bullied into it. And I'd already done it once. Mm-hmm. Well, at least you stayed conscious for this one. I didn't. Did I? The second time, no. I thought, I thought you got knocked out the first time. I think I was okay the first time, got knocked out the second time. I can't remember. Yeah, see, I feel like I'd remember you being unconscious. Oh, yeah, you're right. You weren't there. I agree. Maybe I did skip it the second time. No, you didn't, because I you I recall that Nick and Sasha abandoned us, and it was you, me, and Siobhan grimly trudging our way to the end of it. Oh, man. Yeah, no. Suddenly, I'm very surprised that I did it. That doesn't seem like a smart thing. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Neither does exercise. The first part of this page is actually really important, and I feel like uh, Nick is pro- if he's listening to this one, he's like gnashing his teeth because we haven't gotten to it yet. Tempe is trying to communicate to Quoth, like, stop thinking about your answers so much. Your answer should come like without thinking. They, you know, what he's trying to say without using this exact terminology is your answer should come from your sleeping mind. True understanding of the Lathani, your understanding of what the Lathani is will come from your sleeping mind. So stop trying to think about it and just say it. Yes. And what we'll see in the rest of the sequence is that when Quoth is basically delirious with exhaustion, when he can't think about it, his answers start to become better and they start to please Tempe more. He enters a flow state. Is it? Well, you know what? Let's touch that when we get there. Mm -hmm. But... I have a feeling that it might feel different than a flow state after I read it, but I will have to read it to find out. I guess you will. I think I would be remiss if I did not say that this would seem like a different but related thing to the naming state, right? Foth can't name while he's thinking about it. He has to name from a place beyond thought, before thought. And similarly, his understanding of the Lathani, the like the way you know what is right action and how to act rightly comes without thinking. Hmm. That's kind of interesting. Yes. Reasonable. 
still uh, yeah okay i i withhold part of my judgment till tomorrow Ah, uh, listeners if you want to hear jordana's judgment you'll have to wait until tomorrow's page uh do we have a letter why we do mailbag uh, this letter is from annie hello it's titled lessons I just wanted to write with a quick note on something I really enjoyed. On episode 674 in the chapter Lessons, Rothfuss does a callback to Eladin to draw a parallel between Felurian's lessons and Eladin's. I think of Eladin's lesson on how to describe love with the lesson being more or less, you can't, so stop grabbing for it. Uh, Or as he tells Quoth, stop grabbing at his tits. Then back to Felurian's lesson and Quoth is asking how she can hold the moonbeam and she basically shrugs and the lesson is just grab it. I love how these scenes and lessons resonate with each other. Just really nice writing. Poetry. Like woven moonbeams and shadow. I really enjoy the podcast. You are all awesome, funny, talented, and I'm sure good looking as well. Best, Annie. Well, Annie, gosh, if I ain't blushing. Indeed. I I feel like I don't have much to say other than like, oh yeah, thanks. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> because yes, good points. I agree. <laughs> But I mean, I also think you're you're right that those parallels are deliberate. And frankly, they're talking about the same thing we're talking about right now. Don't try to grasp the Lathani. Don't try to understand it logically. Just like let it come to you, right? Just do it. Stop thinking about it and do it. Do or do not. There is no try. Don't think you are. No, you are. All the great works of of like mastery of the inner and outer worlds are 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 reaching towards the same philosophical lesson and Nike and Nike just do it. <laughs> and, uh, also, uh, the dark side of the force, do it, do it. And listeners, you can do it with us on tomorrow's page. <laughs> the Wait. Wait.